Well, uh, this evening I'm sponsored by Thatcher's Gold, not once but twice, because I didn't want to uh, have to leave mid-round. I'm sponsored by the London Beer Factory tonight. Uh, Foster's. Strella. Strella. Where's your stand of ice in the other end? Yeah, sorry. No. No. Tom, no, um, no, no dodgy organic Aldo wine. No, week. no Aldo wine. Um, yeah, I think it, <laughs> it uh, affected my performance quite a bit. I feel so. I think for this, I need to be on my sort of A game. So Foster's is the one. But um, you suggesting if you were sober, you would have actually known something last week. Oh, I'd have been all over it. <laughs> you love Scottish football. Half, I'm sponsored by Half Pipe Pale Ale. Nice. Ah. Get them all tagged. Hello and welcome to the season three finale of the Above Average Sports Quiz thing. I'm GY and joining me, a man who makes all of his purchases via fax. The champ is here, it's Tom. Hello, um, that's me. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. So tonight we're, we're recording on the like the deadline day. So that was just a reference to... You don't actually communicate by fax? Um, I haven't for, for a while. Have you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in places with a fax. Um, he can't because of the pandemic. Noises. He's been working from home, so he's nowhere near the fax machine. So it's been at least yeah. 18 months since he sent a fax. Oh. You might have one at home. He's old school. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I've got my son. I got my son in here. I gotta try and get my dog. Yeah. He can't help himself. He wants to be on every series. But, it's Jamie Red. It's on. Jamie Red that's coming to tell you that you've got a fax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You um, carry on with that. For, I'll introduce everyone. Coming else. for question of sport. What? <laughs> carry on. Uh, also joining me, uh, a man who becomes the first guest in above average history to feature on back to back episodes. Returning once again after after last week, uh, he decided he would come back. Uh, the official Cardiff ambassador for Swansea, it's Tom Griffiths. Good evening, everyone. Thank you very much, D-White. Glad to be back. I had nothing better to do this evening, my friends. So. Oh, that's the best review we've ever had. <laughs> Is he the first guest to have come in a back-to-back episode? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think anyone's ever come back the week after. Here we go. Has, has anyone ever come back? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we've really, had we've had people come. Back. He never really left. We just said Tom was going to the toilet, and we just left it running. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky I left the charger plugged in. Well, I think. <laughs> uh, and as it is our finale, uh, joining us a man who today crossed international borders to be with us, um, just to wind up the media who are speculating that he will be transferred to a league of their own. It's Rich returning once again for another finale. Hello. Welcome back. Are you ready for this? Uh, well, another effort winning a, a championship. Yeah, well, I, I won one championship today. I may have mentioned it pre-recording, but I won the Evans Cup today. It's an uh, annual tournament, uh, golf tournament, and uh, I won. Yeah, won that today. So I'm on form. You're already a winner. I mean, there's only two of us who play in every year, but 50-50. doesn't matter. You're, <laughs> I, uh, you're still a winner. Uh, what we all want to know, though, Rich, is has enough time passed? I mean, are you still sore? Yeah. Um, what, what, have what, have I don't you blanked your you previous appearance on the podcast out of your memory? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long, yeah, it's been a long couple of winters. I've been in hiding, but I'm back. <laughs> I'm back and ready to go. Ah, oh, good, good. Oh, I'm glad we didn't dampen your spirits, even if you did finish second. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, I did. You, I, you, you did. I was uh, turning up, so you you chose to be quizmaster. You didn't want to face me again. I did. Uh, it could be that. It could be that, or it could be the embarrassment of losing to Tom in season two. So yeah, combination. <laughs> <of both. laughs> right, and finally, also joining me regularly, season one champ, crusher of dreams, and season three quizmaster. It's Will. Evening. Yeah, as if you didn't already know that I was here. Yes. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Looking forward to this immensely. Looking forward to it immensely. I've, uh, I've, uh, I just want to point out that you did refer to me, you know, turning up every week, G. It's been a constant theme, uh, ever present. Um, So I get the uh, appearance award, um, Mr. Consistent. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great season. Looking forward to a finale. You finished writing the quiz yet? (laughs) 
Twenty five past eight, you finished it. Um, yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got enough to get us through to the first commercial break, don't you worry. <laughs> Tom's toilet break, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Same thing. All right, let's get on with the usual admin. Dedications for this week. Has anyone got a dedication they want to make for this week? Oh, I think we should dedicate this uh, this particular episode to uh, to the season three champ, whoever that might be. Well, um, we'll see. Everyone's optimistic. There, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want a if you want a genuine dedication, my grandma was hundred and one on Saturday. I'm, I'm and I'm doing well with. Oh no, she wasn't hundred and one on Saturday. She was hundred and one on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we had a party on Saturday, but she was hundred and one on Friday. You half remember her birthday, but yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. I think I think that is worthy of a dedication. Hundred and one is. Yeah, a, there you go. So she's age. a regular listener. In fact, she listens more than Rich does. So uh, there you go. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll go with that. Um, Feedback. It's feedback. Do 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 do. It's feedback. Do 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 do. It's feedback. Do 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 do. It's feedback. Uh, Will, let's start with you today. Um, so Alan did listen. Um, and it was just before that sort of uh, time that she falls asleep. This, she said, muttered something about that's not what I said, and then we both fell asleep, and that was all I got. <laughs> Um, so that was her critiquing the feedback that I gave on her behalf for the previous episode. Um, feedback so on the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the only other bit of feedback is that um, it has been noted that um, I mustn't have won the weekly quiz um, last week because I uh, didn't uh, post the video uh, in the usual ways via the usual formats. Um, so people quickly sussed out that maybe I didn't win. And as Tom Griff will testify, I replied to that to say, well, I can give him four good reasons why I didn't win and why I didn't post. So, um, yeah. Uh, so that's the only feedback I've got. But, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed that Ellen didn't get as far as the feedback jingle. Well, she did get the feedback jingle, right? Yeah. So did she not spot that I slightly lowered the volume on it? Well, I mean, she feedback. might have done, but I think I was—I might have already been asleep at that point, and then only woke up when she critiqued my feedback <laughs> on her feedback. Get, but, uh, get it to listen again. I made a conscious effort last week after her feedback to make it slightly less uh, loud. I, I mean, the good news—the good news in all this is she actually asked to listen to it again. But that was because she needed help going to sleep. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll do. It'll do. It'll do. Uh, I think the jingle must have worked, GY, because you didn't wake up. True. True. Which was the correct critique. So okay. I'll take that as a win. Uh, Tom, anything from you? Uh, so, yeah, got another celebrity um, thing on yeah, social well, can't media. Wait, can't wait to see which one it is this week. Uh, so, this is because I think people might be a bit worried that I'm getting duped by fake accounts, but I'm pretty confident with this one because, well, the name gives it away C underscore R underscore seven underscore official (laughs) it's got to be it's got to be them um we just said phenomenal show uh i'd recommend organic wine above water any day uh looking forward to the season three finale as much as playing against harry kane in the manchester derby oh wait (laughs) so uh that was from christiano yeah (laughs) Might have done. <laughs> That's the hashtag. I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So Joe gave me quite a bit of feedback this week, um, making making up for the last few weeks. So she suggested that we change our name to uh, attempting to be above average sports quiz thing after Arsh. after our recent <laughs> attempts, um, mainly because she doesn't want us to uh, be caught by trade descriptions. Uh, for falsely advertising what we do. There's always different ways we can be above average. I know, I know. I told her. <laughs> um, Tom, she said your song was short and sweet, so she didn't mind it being a slightly short one. She said it was, it was the week before, she said it was cut off in its prime, but this week it was perfect length for what it was to be. Um, she felt sorry yeah. for Will. Um, she felt that uh, Tom Griff was being a bit harsh on him. With all his uh, note taking and feedback last week, she said, "Tom Griff, you need to be kinder." <laughs> she listened to the previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> she has actually listened, but I think she skipped over those bits. I'll, I'll agree with you on that, Tom. Um, it's probably like Will. She thought he was just a made-up person. Yeah, 
<laughs> so I, I can ignore that. <laughs> she did, however, say that you've got uh, uh, your microphone and is, is excellent. And she recommends that the rest of us get Britney Spears head mics. Should... Oh, pound Logitech number. Yeah, we all need to be more <laughs> Um She also enjoyed Ellen's feedback and she agreed with everything that she said. Even um, if Alan didn't agree with everything that she said. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's something yeah. to be noted. <laughs> she says she likes finding out every week what a shop uh, acronym stands for. And she thinks it should be a new feature. This week she would like to know what IBM stands for. So if one of you can find out <laughs> while I finish the feedback and report back. Um, and lastly, Tom's feedback for the last two weeks. She said she's really enjoying it. Um, she's hoping to hear from someone she's heard of next, though. Um, I think she's heard of Cristiano Ronaldo, so she should be all right. But she did give the examples of Tom. She would like to hear some feedback from either Beyonce or Alan Knight. And if any of you don't know who Alan Knight is, I didn't. Apparently, he's a famous Pompey goalkeeper. Oh, OK. So keep up the feedback, well, I, Tom. I can tell you right now two things about IBM. Yeah. One, it's not a shop. Just need to point that out. Company shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, <clears throat> it's a rather dull one. It's not like the Doncaster Furniture Store. It's International Business Machines Corporation. Well, still a useful fact for some people. Yeah. That'll do. Right. Uh, Tom Griff, second week back. Any feedback from the previous week? Yeah. So um, I asked my the only person I know who actually likes Scottish football um, to listen to the podcast last week. Um, what was the average score again? 68%. Does anyone want to have a guess at what he scored? 95. 68%. <laughs> no, 70%. Oh, really? So as an, av- an average Scottish man, he scored above average. Um, that's to uh, Owen Lacey, um, who was the only... He claims to be Welsh, Scottish, but he's born in Reading. So I just want to point that out because he always avoids that fact. His uh, lovely wife, Megan, actually had some further feedback for Tom. Um, the lady who stands next to you while you're having an operation, that isn't her only job just to speak to you, Tom. She actually does other things. Um, so I asked oh, I didn't mean, well, during that process, <laughs> she wasn't doing anything else. I promise you, maybe, she was just looking at me. Maybe I know. Everything, else was, everything else was numb, Tom. You just didn't realise that's what she was doing. I did I ask I did. for some further feedback as well after that, and he hasn't texted me back. So I think you've, you've, you've gained a list and lost another one. So yeah. <laughs> I did actually get some I'm... feedback about that as well. So uh, one of Joe's friends, Alex, she actually does that sometimes. So, um, But she does do other stuff as well. But she, that is her job sometimes is to sit there and talk to people and keep them company. Did she do it in bar guide? Uh, not in bar guide, she's just in Cardiff. That would have been really weird if it was her. Oh, chatting to. It, yeah, it would have been fun. I feel like I've missed something here, Tom, will catch a bleed. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, Tom's had a vasectomy. Okay. Just under two weeks ago, he had a vasectomy in bar guide. All is good. He reported yeah. back last week on the podcast. Yeah, good, and yes. everything went well. Yeah. So he's all good. Listen to it and you'll find it everything you need to know about yeah. the process. Last two episodes of the podcast, <laughs> you know everything. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I feel I've, uh, I've overkilled my prep after because obviously I listened to two or three obligatory letter episodes and Rich has listened to nothing. <laughs> he, li- so... <laughs> hey, he listened hey, to a few of the stuff. Hang on, I listened to the whole of season one, right? <laughs> well, well, so... I'm going to be in season two. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> and then you'll catch up with season three. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. Oh, uh, shit, yeah, we're on season three now. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, well, we'll move on to you, Rich. Have you got any feedback for us? Uh, have I got any feedback? Um, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I will. I'll listen to a few episodes and report back if, if that's accepted. That's fine. That's fine. You're here. That's the main thing. So, bit of quiz admin before we start the actual quiz. Uh, we had three guest hosts this season. Uh, for those of you who have not listened yet, they set us a quiz. Uh, they then posted them on Sporkles, so we know what we had, but we don't know what the average score was for each quiz. Um, so, first quiz we had was John, being in the season. Um, he, his quiz, we scored 44%. The average score was 35%. Come on! <laughs> on there! So that means we're 4 3 up on the season. It's a great so start. We are 3 all uh, in wins and losses. 4 3 up with two to play. 4 3 up with two to play. Second quiz of the season was set by Ross. 
this was a bit of a tough one, but it did come with a nice PowerPoint presentation. Yes. Uh, so we scored 30% in Rosses. That is poor. The average <laughs> score was 27%. Come on! <laughs> Here we go. And finally, we had Ed, who also set us a quiz. Uh, our average score, our score, sorry, was 44%. Now, Ed's... Same as John. Ed's had a lot of plays as well. Um, so Ed's had something like 60 plays on his quiz, which is pretty, pretty good. Um, so we scored 44%. The average score was 40%. Come on! So we got sweep. a clean sweep of guest judges. Yes! Well, Go back to Joe and tell her how we smashed the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. All about the long game. It is. Yeah. It is. So yeah, 6-3 for the season is pretty good, I think. No pressure, Rich, but when you get around to listen to those, you know the scores you've got beat now, so... Uh... <laughs> if I, how does it work? Do I do them there and then? Or... So you, you can you can do it on Sporkle and play it yourself, um, and it'll give you your score, or you can just play along for fun as you're listening. But if I listen to it first, I'm going to know some of the answers, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd, play along. I'd listen and play along. We could do with the downloads, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Right. So, we've got a pick a wheel. Because we, yes. we have two guests. And this week, uh, we need to decide whose team they're going to be on. So, we've got a wheel. I prefer if you said you had two friends, Jim. Let's be honest. Come on. Nah. <laughs> I don't want to give the wrong impression. <laughs> You need the wheel to choose between them, don't you? You don't, you don't have to set up, so. Exactly. So we're going to spin the wheel to see who gets who. So, um, Tom, as you are the oldest, uh, the wheel will choose your uh, your teammate for the day. Hang on. Hang on. Griff, Griff, Tom, Tom. Okay, got you. Okay, you just mixed up our names. Yeah, so you're, you're all in there. You're both in there four you, times. With you could have gone. Friends. You could have gone the extra there, G, and just typed your name and Rich's name and your name and Tom Griff's name, and you know, gone the whole hog, and done the same with you know Tom's names. Or to spin it's it like feedback. four times. <laughs> no, just spin it once, and it would select the pairing. Oh right. Oh well, I didn't think of that. That is great for you. <laughs> I'll remember that for next time. <laughs> right, Tom, are you ready for this? I'm not sure I am, but... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to go. But it's probably not going to go well, but, it, you know, with your amazing editing, well, uh, it'll be sweet. We can always try it again after, and I'll, like, after the, like, tomorrow or something. I'll put it back in. I'll have to copy and paste it in, so... Uh, so me and Tom are going to try and sing a song together. We haven't practiced this, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, look, gee, look, i got two little love hearts in my Harry Potter. Oh. It's like you and Tom oh. singing a song together. You're in a nice romantic duet. <laughs> right, so I will start it and we'll spin the wheel. Um, actually, let me just make sure there's no sound coming out of that. I'm doing the first bit, yeah? Yeah, if you're doing one, I'm doing yeah, two and three. Yeah. I don't number it. Just say I'm starting off, and then you're, you're starting off, and you're doing the last one. All right. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Are you ready, Tom? I think so. <laughs> In three, two, one. There once was a quiz that was done at sea. The quiz was done by the above average three. The wheel was spun, a number did come. We'll smash that quiz, you know. Soon, Soon when the quizzing is, quizzing is done, we'll the above average, the quiz will be won. Soon when the quizzing is done, we'll take our wheel and go. The wheel has been spun many times before, but as of yet has not hit four. I hope it still hasn't. We do our best to not have swore, but it's hard when Matt Hancock's such a whore. Huh. Soon when the quiz is done, we'll be above average, the quiz will be won. Soon. <laughs> we'll take our wheel and go. Before the wheel has hit that number, Will shakes his head and drinks that beer. All hands go up if you know the mystery voiceover. It's above average, you know. Soon Ooh, when the quizzing is done, will be above average. Soon when the quizzing is done, we'll take our wheel and go. 
As far as I've heard, the podcast still on, the feedback's not cut, the wheel is still spun. GY added, so it's better for all. We'll tackle any sports, even dodgeball. Huh. <laughs> soon, soon when, when the question is done, we'll be a pub average. Quiz will be one. Soon when, when the quiz is, is done, we'll take, take our, our wheel and go. Don't do another one. <laughs> we all good. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I know. What I don't think helps it, that is the slight delay in sound between us. No, it was. It was I didn't notice it. You were fine. You were fine. Yeah, it probably sounds right to you, but I'm listening. I can hear Tom singing out sync with me. You're right, but there, Will. <laughs> Will, what do you think? So my well, name came up. So who am I with? My <laughs> honest feedback is: I hope that doesn't affect the quality of my quiz. I'll be because if that's a reflection on the quality of my quiz, I think you know. No, no, you're in bed. I'll be a little bit upset. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But the good news is the uh, the, uh, the dramatic duo or whatever they were previously known as have been reunited in this evening's uh, oh, partnerships. So season one, redemption, back together. Yeah. Which is really good, which is really good news, G. Because if you're happy for me to um, leave from this point in, I can tell you, I'd actually agreed team names for this evening. Okay. So now that I know it's you and Tom Grip. I, uh, I name you the Sue Barker Appreciation Society, or Team Sue. And we have, uh, going up against you then in uh, in Tom and Rich, the Eric Cantona Sardines, or Team Eric, as they're politely known. Uh, happy, with your, uh, happy with your partnership, G? Always Team Sue, and yes, I've got the best, Tom. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, look, I, uh, I hope you enjoy the, uh, the quiz I've set for you this evening. You will see that there's a strong link to uh, the tried and tested uh, question sport in terms of the sort of topics and themes for the round. So uh, I'll let you know now that we're starting with a, a home and away uh, round. And uh, then we've got uh, a Who Am I, which I enjoyed in um, GY's um Season one. I don't know if you remember, Rich, the season one finale. We had it then. I don't know if we've mentioned <laughs> it's it. Favorite, vaguely, yeah? vaguely. And then we come <laughs> on to the uh, individual rounds, which are for your friends uh, to take part in individually. <laughs> and uh, the uh, uh, penultimate round is a sporting venues round where we've got two points available for each question in the sporting venues. And we finish with the captain's individual round, Tom and G.Y., so, gee, I'm telling you now, mate, you're going to want a big lead going into that last round. Have I got Man United transfers? <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. But in a break from tradition, I'm actually going to start because for Rich, it was heartbreaking to see him lose it on the last question, right? Wasn't so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, I'm going to invite your guests for this evening to enter your team's tie-break answer, should we need it at the end. Okay. And I'm going to give um, Rich the opportunity to have slightly longer to think of his answer. And you'll see why once you hear what the tiebreak question is. So, Tom, on behalf of Team Sue, I need to write down who's on each team here. Um, we, I will ask you the following question. And uh, if you can answer within three seconds, I'll then give Rich the following three seconds to submit his answer in response to yours. Your question, Tom, for the tiebreaker, which is absolutely no relevance potentially for the whole quiz. <laughs> Hang on. You said yeah. you said Team Sue, but I thought G and Griff was top Team Sue. They yeah, are. You're talking about Tom Griff. You're talking, talking about Tom, about Tom Griff, Griff. Tom. Okay, can you pull Tom Griff Griff and Tom Tom? Just <laughs> I'm on the same wavelength as you then, Rich. I didn't have a clue what was going on. All right, okay. Again, so, some really good admin done. Yeah. You. you ready, Griff? This is, I mean, this is supposed to be the easiest part, getting the names right. Um, <laughs> So, Griff, your, your, your question is for the tiebreak that may or may not be relevant later at the end of the quiz. As of this evening, the 31st of August 2021, how many football league places separate Cardiff City and Newport County? Three, two, one. 42. Rich, your thinking time starts now. Three. I just messaged it. You did, and you've gone 45. Well done for using the chat function, which wasn't requested, but I'm very impressed. Okay. Okay. So you've gone 45. 
Tom Griff has gone 42 on behalf of Team Sue. Team Eric's gone 45. We will see at the end whether we need it. And Rich, I've put that in at that point just because that might be your opportunity to win it for your team, all right? So I thought we'll get that in early in case we come to a tie at the end of the quiz. And there is a chance... I would love it. Yeah, there is a chance, based on how I've uh, arranged these questions, that there could just be a whole host of questions where you know and a whole host of questions where none of you know. So I thought it was important I have a tie break just in case. Can I ask a quick question, <laughs> please, Will? You may. Are you going to ask me any Cardiff City-based questions here? What if I did? <laughs> Might as well crown the champion now, I think. Okay. So let me... I, I'm, I'm regretting telling uh, telling you the spread support St Albans. Okay, let me, <laughs> let, let, me, let me tell you now uh, that both... Um, Team Sue and uh, Team Eric, you will be taking on, um, as a team, you will be taking on home and away questions. And those home and away questions relate specifically to Tom and GY. So in GY's case, you will be answering home questions on Cardiff City. In Tom's case, you will be answering home questions on Newport County. And in your away rounds, GY or Team Sue, you'll be answering questions on Man United. And Team Eric, you'll be answering questions on Everton. Are we all clear? Yes. All right. So we're going to start. Not really, but... <laughs> just answer the question. Just answer the question. Let's just go. Cool. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to start then with um, the... Um, uh, what's the word for it? You are the challenger, G, because you're going up against last season's champ. So we're going to start with five questions on Cardiff City in your home round. Are you ready? And you're yes. playing so it, You're playing together, okay, okay, and they are multiple choice. Okay. All right. Question one. In which year did Vincent Tan buy Cardiff City? 2008, 2006, 2012... 2010. No pressure, Tom Griff, who has very publicly come out with the fact that he's a Cardiff City fan. <laughs> These are home bankers. These are Tom Griff. I think it's 12, but unless you got any input in that, GY. I, I, I thought it was 12. Let's go 12 then. 12? Okay. Would you like the scores as we go or at the end of the round? I put you out of your misery. You're, you're the quiz master. I'll tell you now, that is incorrect. The correct answer is 2010. Ah. So that lead I talked about, G, so that, you know, you might not be relying on the tiebreaker <laughs> in the captain's round. So I'll smash the away round. All right. Are you ready? Question two. Who is Cardiff City's all-time appearance holder? Billy Hardy, Phil Dwyer, Don Murray, or Peter Whittingham? Billy Hardy, Phil Dwyer, Don Murray, or Peter Whittingham? I've only ever heard of Peter Whittingham, so... I thought it was Dwyer, but I don't know whether Wits passed him or not. Go Dwyer. Go for it. Griff, what are you going? Yeah, Dwyer. Dwyer? Mm. B, Phil Dwyer is incorrect. The correct answer is Billy Hardy with 590 appearances between 1911 and 1931. Then it's Phil Dwyer with 575 from 1972 to 78. Don Murphy is third on the all-time list with 532 between 1962 and 1974. And Peter Whittingham, I threw in there because I knew G would have heard of him, but actually he's only had 457, so he's miles off the top uh, between 2007 and uh, 2017. Thanks for clarifying how wrong I was there, Will. This is a, this is a strong <laughs> strong start for Team Eric, isn't it? They're off to a flyer here. Um, They're doing, they doing great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. Good job you went with uh, having Griff on your team, G. Um, who is uh, Cardiff's leading Premier League goal scorer. Is it Fraser Campbell, Jordan Much, Callum Patterson, or Nathaniel Mendes Lang? That's going to be on, on UG because I didn't watch a single minute of Cardiff City in the Premiership. <laughs> so. You should know it. I know. Nathaniel yeah. Mendes Lang doesn't look like a footballer. Sure, he's a good guy and he plays. He's decent, but he just doesn't look. He comes on usually when he's on a sub. He just doesn't look like a footballer. Is that, the guy, too is that the guy who now sells, <laughs> sells cocaine? So he doesn't play football anymore. Don't know. <laughs> Would you like the options I mean, again? We've got like no, no. Fraser Campbell, Jordan Much, Callum Patterson, or Nathaniel Mendes Lang. 
Allegedly, I, um, by the way, you've got to say allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, sorry, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> so I'm re- remembering back to one of our very first quizzes. Yeah. I think it's Fraser Campbell. Okay, go with Fraser I Campbell. Jordan, I, th- I think Jordan Much was just below him. It was like second. I mean, as your as your team captain, G, I will say your team needs you. So are you going for Fraser Cam- Campbell? I'm going for Fraser Campbell. Fraser Campbell is incorrect. Fraser Campbell uh-huh. has got six. Callum Patterson and Nathaniel Mendes Lang have got four. It is much, isn't it? But the uh, Cardiff City's leading Premier League goalscorer of all time is Jordan Much with seven. Oh, much too it, much. Thought they were the other way round. All right, this has got to be a home banker for a Cardiff City fan. Come on, <laughs> get you on the board. Cardiff have won the FA Cup only once. In which year? Was it A, 1922, B, 1925, <laughs> C, 1927, or D, 1929? 27. And Tom Griff, do you want to challenge him on that? Not at all. Go with 27. I know that because one of the eBay football shirts that I found in the attic that I sold on uh, eBay was in Cardiff City 1927 jersey. Was he really? How much did you get for that? I don't know. I had like, well, I got like 300 quid for all of them altogether. I mean, you wouldn't get a lot for it because it's the wrong answer, so it's clearly a forgery. Uh, No, I'm just joking. It is the right (laughs) answer. Uh, 1927. (laughs) You're on the board. We're on the board. Yeah. Come on. All right, let's, oh, we're in trouble now. let's see if you can finish this round strong. So the last of your home questions then, uh, Team uh, Sue, is what is the capacity of the Cardiff City Stadium? Is it 29,280, 31,280, 33,280 or 35,280? 29, 31, 33 or 35? Your answer please, chaps. Do you know? 33 in my head, but I don't trust my head anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I remember 33 because I don't know why there was all that faffer on the top tier not being open and stuff. Um, But I was going to say then it's definitely not lower than 30, but that's guaranteed to bite me in the arse, so I'm not going to say it. So. I, I thought it was over 30 only just though. But. So you got 29... 33, 33. Let's go, let's go 33. Let's so go you'll go for C, 33,280. Yeah. That is yeah. the correct answer. <sighs> that completes your home set of questions, chaps, and you have scored two out of five. Strong finish. All right. I hope you're uh, still enjoying yourself as much as you thought you were going to, Tom. When you realised, uh, Tom Griff, when you realised your first round was on Cardiff City. Well, I, I regret <laughs> missing all those years. How many years was it? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven years of Cardiff City. All right. So um, here you go, Team Eric, Tom, and Rich. Newport County. Five questions. These are your home questions. Should all be home bankers for you with your your links to uh, that part of uh, South Wales. So. Question one on Newport County. Mickey Flynn, the Newport manager, famed for his relationship with his hometown club where he started and ended his career. But for which club did Flynn score 19 goals between 2005 and 2007 in his 97 appearances, which is the most appearances for any other club other than Newport? Was it A Wigan, B Blackpool, C. Huddersfield or D. Gillingham? And you get to work together. If, I, you, if you want to discuss, I, you carry on. I have absolutely no idea. So I think. I think it's Blackpool. Let's go with it. He's got a gut instinct. Let's go with it. Blackpool, lock it in. Blackpool, okay. I've clearly made this quiz harder than I thought. The correct answer is Gillingham. I've always, I've, I've always Blackpool Gillingham. All right. <laughs> I mean, hopefully this quiz is nothing but educational. So the question two is, who is Newport's leading league goalscorer of all time? Is it A, John Aldridge? I hasten to add that is the John Aldridge. Uh, B, Craig Reed. C, Patrick Almond. Almond or D, Reg Parker. I don't know how long, how long Aldridge was there. Um, I don't think it would have been him. I don't think it's Armand. Um, I wonder if it's that Reg Parker. Have you got any eyes? I got 
got a zero. Uh, we'll go with Reg Parker. Reg Parker with 99 league goals for Newport is the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, beating John Aldridge oh. of 69. Craig Reed with 58. And then I put Patrick Almond in there just because I knew that you'd know his name because he's been a current or recent yeah. player. Uh, so you're on the board, chaps. Well done. Question three. In Newport County's FA Cup run in 2018-2019, uh, beating the likes of Leicester before losing to Man City, which round did they reach? Was it the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, or the quarter-final? So the 2018-2019 FA Cup run where they beat Leicester before losing to Man City, but in which round did they lose to Man City? Fourth, fifth, sixth, well, or quarter-final? I'm sure the sixth and the quarter-final are the same, but um, I think it's the fifth. Are you sure? No, they're not. One of the quarters? Then they get to the quarter-finals? I got a feeling they got to the quarter-finals. No, everyone was saying Man City was an easy run. We were not a thing. Go with you, go with you, go with your gut. Go with your gut. I, th- I think it's the fifth round. I think it's the fifth round. I'll tell you that the fifth round is the correct answer. We won't dwell on whether there or not there is a sixth. <laughs> it's sometimes it's called the sixth, and sometimes it's called the quarter. I'm sure. Like I said, we'll yeah, move on. I'm that is the sure. correct answer. Uh, I tested you, Tom, and you passed. Well done. I was just testing you. Yeah, no worries. All right. So I'm going to have to use a bit of old money for the next question to uh, put everything in context. So the question is. What is Newport's highest ever finish in a football league position? Is it fourth in Division Four or League Two? Is it thirteenth in Division Three or League One? Is it twenty-second in Division Two or the Championship, as it's now known? Or is it ninth in Division Two or the Championship, as it's now known? So, what is Newport's highest ever football league finish? Well, I've got the def- history, like, I've got hardly any, like, so, any knowledge, so just go. Sorry, can you read out the options again? Yeah, so fourth in Division 4 or League 1, 13th in Division 3 or League... Sorry, fourth in Division 4, which is League 2, 13th in Division 4, which is modern uh, League 1, 22nd in Division 2, which is the modern Championship, or 9th in Division 2, which, again, is the modern Championship. So is it... Is that... What was C again? Is it fourth and then ninth in Division Two? So you've got fourth. I mean, twenty second or ninth in Division. Yeah. So the final two options. Sorry, are either, so either twenty second. Yeah, or ninth in Division uh, in Division Two on Championship. Tom Griff's had enough right. already. He's gone. Yeah, he has gone. <laughs> um. So I think this is twenty second in the Championship, the Championship level. So it would. I used to been. They definitely got promoted from Division Three because um, my grandfather played for them when they got one Division Three South. But it was just before the war, and it got broken. So I think they went up. Um, um, so I think it's twenty second in like championship level. Okay, so you go for C, twenty second in Division Two or the championship. I could tell you, Tom, that your workings out were very good, but that's the wrong answer. The correct answer is ninth in Division Two or the Championship. Ah, and it was indeed in 1939-1940 that actually the league was abandoned due to the World War. So their final league position was the uh, was ninth in Division Ah, uh, I didn't count that as a season. Ah, uh, no, well, that's, that's <laughs> the, what the answer was. Okay. So your final one, similar to uh, the um, Cardiff questions, is what is the capacity of Newport's home ground Rod- Rodney Parade? Is it 7,250, 7,450, 7,650, or 7,850? That was like 300. Very rude. And I'm sure I've been there when there's been 10,000, but that that is a few years ago when they had standing room and stuff like that. Is this 7,650? See, 7,650, is that your final answer? Yeah, go with that. That's incorrect. It's 7,850. Should have gone big, Tom. It was the biggest Oh, one. I, mean, I was, I, you know, I was going to go with that one. I thought, no, hold back. You're getting carried away. <laughs> oh, uh, go home. How, how ridiculously hard was that question? <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically lives there. <laughs> 
Um, so <laughs> the uh, at the end of your I thought home... it was going to be like the nearest pub. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of your home reign, uh, you also scored two out of five. Hence why we need that tiebreaker, chaps, as I alluded to at the beginning. Yeah, All right, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Are you, I used to work in Clarence's house. Um, our office is there, so I'll show you popping back, and it overlooks um, Rodney Parade. But I never carried it. That's unfortunate. Uh, you should have. You should have. I can tell you. Next time, I don't, tell you yeah, just, I, don't, I don't trust him. The whole attendance is not made up by the number of seats, so you would have been well short if you just counted the seats. All right. <laughs> All right. You chaps ready to go away? Well, we've been thrown out of home, so after that result. So. All right. <laughs> we're going away with uh, Team Sue now, and we're going to Man United. Okay. I can tell you now that the away reign is not multiple choice, but you can <laughs> confer. Question one on Man United, Griff and GY. Here you go. Who did Alex Ferguson succeed as Manchester United manager in 1986? Ron Atkinson. Do you want to confer or are you going straight in? Straight in. Captain's brother. getting on with it, isn't he? That is the correct answer. Well then, Cap. Okay. Peak too early, peak too early. In, 19, in the 1999 Champions League final, it was famed for the goals of substitutes Sheringham and Solskjaer. Sorry, the victory was famed for the goals of the substitutes Sheringham and Solskjaer. Raymond van der Gaal was the reserve goalie that night. Can you name one of the four remaining substitutes, unused substitutes? You can confer. Unused substitutes. Oh. So there were seven in total, Sheringham, Solskjaer, Van de Gaal. I need you to name one of the remaining four unused substitutes. Tom's just- We had four unused substitutes for this podcast. <laughs> 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 Loads of friends, mate. Oh. I feel sorry for G-Boy here, because you've picked probably a club I haven't followed for 11 years and a club I massively detest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, watching for the quiz master to open a new drink. That's, that's quite a tough one because a lot of people are suspended. A couple of people are suspended, a couple are injured. I'm going to push um, you, Jake. I'm going to say. I'm have a stab. Jordi Cruyff. Are you happy with the answer, Griff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your answer is Jordi Cruyff. You could have said. David May, Ooh, yeah. Jonathan Greening, Wes Brown, or Phil Neville. Oh, oh, Phil Neville. Who in the chat, played. Rich sent me directly Phil Neville. So Rich, if this question was for you, you would have got a point. <laughs> he, was my, he was my first thought and I was, then I, I doubted it for some reason. I thought you might have. I actually knew that. I've seen a chat on it and I remember like Phil Neville talking to Gary Neville about it saying he was in a new sub, so whatever. I, uh, when you were talking, when you said about the first, when you about the two scorers, I thought you were going to ask me who scored for Bayern or something like that. No. Would you have known who the reserve goalie was? Because I deliberately took Van der Gaal out because I thought you might get that because it would be too easy. I might have got that one. Yeah. We've taken a bit of thinking, but. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, you didn't get it right. Um, you're going to test your history knowledge now, chaps. In which year was the Munich air crash for question three? In which year was the Munich air crash? 1958. Yep. Correct answer. Very good. Very good. Question four. Norman Whiteside is famous for being the youngest goal scorer for Man United, but who is their youngest Premier League goal scorer at 17 years and 227 days? I think. Uh, hang on, let's make sure. His name's gone out of my head now. Well, the good news is, is that Griff can contribute here and, you know, prompt you and remind you, but... How recent is it? Well, since the I've... Premier League started in 1992. <clears throat> so I think... I think it's the guy who scored against the winner against Villa. With um, Federico Mikeda. Uh... Yeah. I got... I... How confident are you? He was the first one I thought of, but the only other thing I'm doubting is whether Rashford's done it. 
I don't think Greenwood's done it. I don't think. Although Rooney was quite young when he joined. I'm gonna go with Makeda. Final answer? Yeah, he was my first instinct. Frederico Makeda is the correct answer. Oh, well done, GY. Great goal as well, wasn't it? Great goal. Paper City, didn't he, in the end? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, just to confirm, Tom, who's back from his toilet break, I can confirm that they got that right, and the answer was Federico Makeda, Tom. Ah, oh, that's what I would have said. Well, neither you nor Rich sent me that in the in the in the private chat, so you obviously weren't that confident. I didn't want it to become a thing, though. Like, I do. I know you. I don't <laughs> want it to become a thing where all of us send you messages for every answer. <laughs> all right. This is a good barometer to me to see just how hard I've made this quiz or not. So, question five. Man United beat Crystal Palace to win the 1990 FA Cup final in a replay. Replay, sorry. What was the name of the fullback who scored the winning goal? Lee Martin. Did you know that, Griff? I was two years old, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is the correct answer. Did you know that he ended his career at Bristol Rovers, just for a bit more random information? I did not. There you are. All right, so good news, chaps. On Man United or your away reign. You scored four out of five. Well done. Well done, GY. Fantastic, mate. That is a worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. So we're going away with Everton now. Uh, now, Team Eric, are you ready? Well, just as a warning, I didn't get the year that they were formed right, even though I wear um, at least once a week two of my Everton tops which says the you on it Yeah. so I'm not very confident at all so once a week you wear two Everton tops but once a week at least you wear at least seven ties so you wear two Everton shirts one day yeah, no, and seven no, ties on another day it's two Everton tops that I'll wear on separate days oh I see at least once a week I see alright well good luck to you Rich because I think you'll be on your own with these then mate uh, question one on Everton who was the manager uh, who was the Everton manager in 19... 19- 86 when Alex Ferguson took charge of Man United. Uh, that should be Howard Kendall. Happy with that, Rich, or would you like an opportunity to count? Yeah, was he before Joe Royal? Yeah, way before Joe Yeah, Royal didn't yeah, yeah, on yeah, the 90s. Yeah, that was when they won, he was manager when they won the title, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Final answer? Yeah, I just want to add some. I want to pretend that I know anything about Everton. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. All right, that is the correct answer, Howard Kendall. Yes, I, I knew that one. Well. All right, question two. <laughs> when Everton was founded in 1878, Tom, which both of your Everton tops that you wear at least once a week says, what yeah. was the name they were originally known as? Uh, Saint Domingo's. St. Domingo's is the correct answer. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can I'm happy with that. <laughs> okay, maybe I didn't make these hard enough. Let's see. Uh, question three. Who did Everton beat to win the 1985 Cup Winners' Cup? Uh, would you like a guess? <laughs> Before I tell yeah, the I'll, have a guess. I'll have a guess. I'll have a guess. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's someone like Real Sociedad. Or euthanasia or something like that. Go on. Tell you what, you had it starting with the white letter. It was um, Rapid Vienna. All right. It was it was Rapid Vienna. That's the correct answer. I love yeah. that confidence, Tom. Do you want to guess before, before I tell you the answer? Yeah. Showboating. All yeah. Showboating. All right. <laughs> Got to do it now before he really does it. <laughs> Question four. Who is the oldest player to play for Everton in the Premier League. Now, we have had some oldies. <laughs> this is between... You've got Neville Southall, you've got Dave Watson, you've got Richard Goff. Yeah, Richard Goff, I was thinking. But... And David Weir was quite old as well. They all played to like 40, I think. <laughs> we, we used to get beaten David over the top Weir. quite a lot. You know I feel like... <laughs> I feel like David we- David Weir. Something rings like something's ringing in my head that that he passed some kind of you know like Mild, milestone. But I can't don't know what it was. It, it might, it might yeah. have been turning forty, but then Neville Southall was probably forty. Richard Goff was definitely forty. <sighs> my first thought was Goff, 
but then now you said we are we are kind of it's tempted in yeah, that was so cool. well old, wasn't he? He was like, well into his 40s, he was playing, wasn't he? Like, I think he did go on, but I don't... Yeah. Get on with it. I don't think. I, I'll go, I will go with David Weir. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, I let him go on, G, because I can tell you that in second <laughs> place... That sounds out of it. I can tell you that in second place... <laughs> At the age of 39 years and 74 days, it's Neville Southall. But the oldest player to play for Everton in the Premier League at 39 years and 176 days is Nigel Martin. No way! Yes way. Um, and you you were so convincing with your Richard Goff and Dave Watson, you made me go back to the list to check. So Dave Watson is third, 39 uh 39 and what's well, this one's got it as two months and seven days which is younger than uh nigel martin and Beth south or second and richard goff was 39 years and 23 days in fourth so david weir wasn't even in there i can keep going if you really want to know where david weir was <laughs> I've got yeah, <laughs> um and then uh I'll, I'll come back to you on that one rich because it's not loading but anyway um so you got that one wrong, chat. So I feel a bit better about life because I thought you were going to walk the Everton questions for a minute. So question five on Everton is as follows. Paul Rideout famously scored the winner against Man United in the 1995 FA Cup final. But who hit the crossbar for Everton before the ball rebounded to Rideout to head home? Think. Go on. I think it's Graham Stewart. I was gonna swear to God, I was gonna say Graham <laughs> Stewart. I swear to you, that's I what I was gonna say. I think it is. I, I, know, you're like, there, I know from that time. Limpar takes it down the wing, puts it into Stewart. Stewart, it's the bar, and ride out in. I'm yeah, gonna say Stewart. Graham. Yeah, Graham Stewart. Stewart. Graham Stewart. Final answer. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that David Weir was only 36 and six months and 29 days in the previous answer. But Graham okay. Stewart for hitting the crossbar in the build-up to Paul Rideout heading home is the correct answer. Oh, get in there. And we have another four out of five. All right, gentlemen, well played. That was intense. That was good. Uh, so you scored two for your home questions, four for your away questions. So we are locks at uh, seven, uh, eight, eight, where are we? We are six, 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 six each, <laughs> six each, okay. It's, it's that bond after that song too, we should, we're inseparable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were so in sync. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna come on now to play Who Am I? Now the Who Am I round, uh, chaps, is where I'm gonna need you to use the chat function uh, privately uh, as follows. So as captains, your captain is going to get three guesses in this round to so the Who Am I? And our guests slash friends are going to get two guesses and we're going to go in turn. Because there is correlation and potential links between your two answers, I'm going to read um, the clue about uh, one uh, sports star for um, Tom and uh, Rich and then I'll read one for GY and Tom Griff and we'll go down through your five clues and the clues will get easier and more obvious as we go but at the end of each clue you'll need to send me a private answer as to who you think it might be at that point if that is clear are we clear so, yeah. so you said um, is it any conferring in this or no conferring so you are just going to have to guess on behalf of your team GY your guess after the first third and fifth clue yeah. griff after Griff's the second and, um uh <laughs> second and fourth and tom and uh, and rich you'll follow in the same way but i'm going to read you a clue about each individual in turn and we'll go backwards yeah. or forwards all right yeah. yeah so can you just remind me when it's my turn to yeah don't worry tom don't worry because yeah. <laughs> i will not be able to follow all that okay so i can tell you now that uh it'll be um Team Sue, so Griff and GY, this is your sports star. 
Now, in the home and away rounds, we heard about the towns and cities that you live in and the, the teams that you support. But these sports stars are all former Bristol Rovers players. <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you ready, uh, teams two? So, GY, I need you to send me your answer after the first clue. And your first clue about Bristol Rovers superstar of the past is, I am currently the Director of Development at CONCACAF. <laughs> so all you know so far is that they were the Director of Development at CONCACAF and at some point played for Bristol Rovers. Can't remember any I can't remember. No, you cannot. You're only playing. If you get your answer right here, G, I hasten to add, this is worth five points. If Griff gets it with the next clue, it's worth four points. Okay? All right, gee, I need you to submit an answer whilst I'm reading their first clue. So, sure. Tom and Rich, your first clue about a different Bristol Rovers sporting star is, at the age of 49, I am still player assistant manager for Merchams Football Club. This included coming on as a substitute in the first game of the new 2021-2022 season. So that's your... And that's me that that's I've you, got to... Tom. Put it in the private chat directly to me. Your guess, who at the age of 49 is still playing for Merchants uh, Football Club and previously played for Bristol Rovers. So, G, I need an answer. Okay. Okay. I've got answers from both of you, which is wonderful. So, Griff, we come back to you and your second clue on this uh, Bristol Rovers player who's currently the Director of Development at CONCACAF is, I represented Grenada's national team 15 times, despite being born in Park Royal, London. If you get this right, Griff, then it, you'll get 4.4 marks for this. Are we allowed to know what they went for so we don't do the same game? No, that's why, that's why we're not openly discussing them because it could influence uh, the sorts of things that you're thinking. So Griff, I'll give you uh, that once more. So I represented Grenada national team 15 times despite being born in Park Royal, London. So you've got Director of Development, former Bristol Rovers player, and playing for Grenada. If you can send me in the chat directly to me your guess that could get your team four points, that would be wonderful. Rich, in addition to this Bristol Rovers player being 49 and still playing for Merchants Football Club, your clue for four possible points is, at the age of 43 in November 2015, I came off the bench in the FA Cup first round to help Chesham United beat Bristol Rovers 1-0. So at the age of 43 in November 2015, I came off the bench in the FA Cup first round to help Chesham United beat Bristol Rovers 1-0. And I hasten to add, I was there. Okay, so GY, we come back to you now. So we've got Director of Development, represented Grenada, former Bristol Rovers player. For three possible points, My uncle was former footballer Cyril Regis and Olympic sprinter John Regis is a distant cousin. Who am I? A three points, Jim. That's an excellent question. Any thoughts on that? You can send me your answer in the chat for three points. <laughs> I've got someone on the tip of my tongue, I just can't get the name. All right, I'll let you have a think about that while I come to Tom. So, Tom. Yeah. Your Rovers player who's still playing at 49 and at 43 beat Rovers in the FA Cup for Chesham United. Also for three points, played 10 times for Jamaica national team, scoring no goals. 49, 43, played for Jamaica national team, scoring zero goals. 10 times for Jamaica, scored no goals. That, that if you guessed it at this point, Tom, that would be worth 
three points to your team. If I think it's the same one, you can go again. That... Yeah, you can go again. No. Absolutely fine. Okay. So... There's no point, Rob. There's no point. <laughs> yeah, but no, it'd be different. No, because when I have to do, if I do a different one, he's right. And the you, you could, the co you could cover more bases if you went with a different one, but you've done it now. So uh, we're coming <laughs> back to Griff for your final guess on this. Who am I? Okay. Sorry, Will. Um, could I get GY's clue as well, please? <laughs> yeah. So GY's clue, which was worth three points, was my uncle was former footballer Cyril Regis and Olympic sprinter John Regis is a distant cousin. So yours for two points. And your final guess in this round is I played for Bristol Rovers between 1998 and 2000, making 78 appearances, scoring 38 goals, forming a prolific partnership with Jamie Curiton. Curiton, say Auburn City, not legend, he played like half a season. Mercenary, that's what I call him. Good player there. All right, Griff, so that was your final opportunity to uh, guess the who am I uh, for your team. Uh, I think I might have their one. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Jamie Hewitton. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're coming back to Rich then. So Rich, your clues so far are uh, 49 and still playing and uh, 43 beat the Rovers in the FA Cup. Played 10 times for Jamaica, scoring no goals. So for two points, Rich, I played for Bristol Rovers 62 times, scoring 32 goals between 97 and 98. Who am I? Oh, like, really? Yeah, send us a message in the chat for who you think it might be. This would win your team two points. Right, Tom. Uh, no, sorry, G, we're coming back to you for your final clue. All right, and this is sort of as easy as I can make it for you now, all right, for one point. So on leaving Bristol Rovers, I, so this is your, your Director of Development at CONCAF, your Grenada national team, uh, Olympic sprinter John Regis is my distant cousin and Cyril Regis is my uncle. 78 appearances, scoring 38 goals uh, between 98 and 2000, forming a partnership with Jamie Curiton, your final clue for one point. On leaving Bristol Rovers, I went on to play Premier League football for West Brom, Portsmouth, Wigan and Blackburn before ending my career at Reading. Oh, you should know that. <laughs> like I've completely gone blank. <laughs> and he was on the bench for Man United in 99 in the Champions League final. No, he wasn't. All right, so that's your final chance, G, to score one point. Uh, for, the clubs again? Just so clubs again. West Brom, Portsmouth, Wigan and Blackburn in the Premier League before ending my career at Reading. Right, whilst I read Tom's final clue out, I'll let you put a uh, submission in the chat box, G. So Tom, your 49-year-old still playing for Mersham Town, 43 knocked Rovers out of the FA Cup in the first round, playing for Chesham United. Uh, played 10 times for Jamaica, scoring no goals. Played for Rovers 62 times between 97 and 98, scoring 32 goals. Was sold for one point, and your final clue was sold to Fulham from Rovers for £2 million in 1998, where he went on to make 172 appearances, scoring 44 goals was part of the Fulham team to win two promotions, including into the Premier League, where I scored twice in a 2-0 win over Everton and twice against Spurs. Oh. Who am I for one point? That's definitely not who I've been putting. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's someone I want to put. No. Oh. Can't be. Okay. Oh, I'm putting someone. I know it's not that I can't. Okay. All right. So the round is over and we'll see how you did. So <laughs> I can tell you that uh, Tom, hang on, that for the first clue that I gave G, which was the director of development at CONCAF and the former Bristol Rovers, G wasn't prepared to show his hand at that point and said he 
couldn't remember any Bristol Rovers players, so didn't submit an answer. <laughs> for Tom's first He's clue on his uh, former Bristol Rovers player at the age of 49, still playing for Mersham Town, he guessed Jason Roberts, which is incorrect. Going back then to um, the Director of Development and at CONCAF, Rich was then told that he represented the Grader national team 15 no, times. Griff, Griff was. No, Griff, 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 not Griff. Sorry, Griff, not Rich. Sorry, Griff. Um, Grenada national team 15 times, despite being born in Park Royal London. And I can tell you that with that information, you're right. Griff, with a question mark, got the right answer. Oh, and good man. he has scored four <laughs> points for his team. So the remaining clues were my uncle was former footballer Cyril Regis and Olympic sprinter John Regis was a distant cousin and uh, he played for Rovers 78 times scoring 38 goals and then he went on to play for West Brom, Portsmouth, Wigan and Blackburn ending his career at Reading but only after two clues Griff got the right answer and he knew by the time he got to his second guess that he had the right answer because he then said I'm confident that the answer is Jason Roberts. Ah! <laughs> well done. Frustrated. Well done. Uh, how many uh, how many Grenadian footballers? <laughs> None. So, I couldn't think of anyone. That is <laughs> no. That is four points to Team Sue. That could make all the difference. So we come back to our 49 year old, still playing for Mersham Town, uh, who uh, Rich was then told was at 43, knocked Rovers out of the FA Cup, uh, having come on as a substitute. Uh, for Chesham United um, and at that point um, Rich guessed that it might be Marcus Stewart which is a very educated guess apart from the fact I think he was the Rovers assistant manager that day but I was a very educated guess but it's wrong uh, Tom then came back with I played 10 times for Jamaica national team scoring no goals to which Tom guessed Jason Roberts, that well-known... I was convinced. That well, <laughs> I couldn't get him out of my head. <laughs> that well-known Grenadian footballer. Uh, to which Rich then uh, had a stab at... Uh, played for Bristol Rovers 62 times, scoring 32 goals between 97 and 98. Guessed a respectable Jason Yule. Uh, which is, I wasn't going to guess. I knew it was wrong. Which was incorrect. And then Tom finally, for one point, on hearing... Uh, that he was sold to Fulham for two million quid in 1998. Scored uh, 172, oh, sorry, scored 44 times, 172 appearances for Fulham, including two promotions and a brace against Everton in the Premier League and a brace against Spurs. Tom then guessed for one point Bobby Samora, who did play for Bristol Rovers and Fulham, but is not the person that we are looking for. <laughs> the answer to your who I didn't am think I is Barry Hales. Whoa. Oh man! I I thought Bobby then Tom to honest you with the last yeah. one. I was like, <laughs> I, oh, that's even, a I couldn't wow. name anyone. I didn't even guess for any of my three because I just couldn't. <laughs> it could be that this whole this whole finale is one on the on, on the spin of the wheel with uh, with uh, the fact that uh, Griff has uh, come up trumps with four points in that particular round, even if he did let you down massively with the Cardiff City round, Edgy. <laughs> All right. I'll forgive, I'll, I'll forgive him after that. Okay. Well, it's another cliffhanger, ain't it? The Sue Barker Appreciation Society have made a statement of intent with that round of Who Am I? No thanks to Captain G.Y. Can the Eric Cantonal Sardines mount a comeback in time for the captain's individual rounds? Join us next time for the final part of the above-average sports quiz thing season 3 finale. Mm -hmm.